1: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast.
0: Welcome back to another episode of No Waco. This is your host, Debbie. <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of No Waco. I'm your host, Debbie, and today we have a very special guest here in the studio. Go ahead, introduce yourself.
1: Well, hi, thanks for having me. I'm Joseph Hester. I'm the owner of Business Locksmith, and Business Locksmith is a business, small business improvement company.
0: Woo, woo, you do all the consultations and business coaching and foot stuff.
1: Right, and so what we're trying to do is help small business owners grow Because there's not a lot of resources out there that are one-on-one and Mm -hmm. in-person. And so that's what I want to bring towards small business owners.
0: I love that. And one of the first questions I always ask our guests on the show is, what brought you to Waco? Or are you Waco native?
1: No, not a Waco native. Uh, We moved out here at the end of 2020. So more towards September is when we moved into our house. Um, But it was just a full process of elimination. Uh, I got out of the Army back in 2017. Mm -hmm. So I was at Fort Carson, Colorado. And so we were wanting to move, but we just didn't know where. And so through process of elimination, why Waco? Between between the Carolinas and all like the East Coast, it was too much of a culture Mm -hmm. shock change to go through. So in Texas, we decided on. And so my son and I did a boys trip out here and we went down towards what was Fort Hood and we scoured that area and it was like it was nice, but wasn't quite in love with it. And then we came up here to Waco. And Waco had everything we wanted. Had all the shops that we were used to. Had the ease to be able to move around town really nice. And it was really pretty. We got here, like, it was summertime, so it was hot. But it was just really pretty here. All the trees, uh, a little bit of wildlife. And it was really calm and quiet. And that's what we really kind of started falling in love with. And then I noticed there's just a big boom out here of small business owners. And I was like, this is what I love. This is, like, you know, kind of like the American dream almost. Is, uh, I love that. the Waco area.
0: Oh i don't think anybody's ever said that on the show but i agree with that wholeheartedly yeah like i mean again it's like the small town but big city feels which Mm -hmm. i feel like everybody knows but just to like know that we're booming and like we're blossoming into something new is just so amazing to hear
1: right and i mean also they got the like the big manufacturers out here Mm -hmm. you know there's like that whole section of town where it's just big manufacturing Mm -hmm. so if you're into that you can do that otherwise you can kind of do whatever you want out here and it's kind of a really great location because we're in between Dallas and Austin, so mm-hmm. we got a lot of traffic in and out. You got Baylor, so you have that whole culture, and then you have Magnolia, you have that whole setup. So it's just a lot of different things that really are enjoyable.
0: I love that. And with that, what inspired you to become a entrepreneur yourself? Like, what kind of came <laughs> with that journey?
1: That was just in one night. It just came to me, like all of my training in the military, my degree in business. I was just like this is what I'm designed to do. This is why I haven't had success anywhere Mm -hmm. else because I haven't been doing what I want to do and what I'm good at. Mm -hmm. And so like what I'm good at, like when I was in the army, I did everything, you know, I was lower enlisted. So I had to do all the work. And so we were always understaffed. And so I had to take the leadership role and then go out and conduct whatever it is that we had to do. And so I'm used to coming up with the plan and then go make it happen. And so I was like, you know, like I love that tempo. I love, you know, starting from scratch and building our way up or taking something over and improving it, and making it the best that we can. And so that was just like, okay, I was like, I could do that as a business on my own, because my also my thing too is I, you know, I got injured in the army. And so I was like, I can't quite give like a a big corporation like, you know, my best 40, 60, 80 hours every mm-hmm. week. You know, I gotta go to the VA, I gotta do my appointments and stuff like that and take care of my body. That's like my biggest like setback. But Other than that, when I'm good to go, I can work all that I want. So it's like, okay, well, let's set a schedule for me that I can run through my business and I can be able to take care of the business and myself and then, you know, kind of just do the best I can.
0: Yeah. So they they I couldn't that. really
1: get that anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> so you have
0: to be your own boss, right? Gotta be your own boss. And it's so funny to hear like other entrepreneurs' journeys of like how they became employed for themselves. And I feel like your story really resonates with other people who either feel the same way or whether it is from an injury or past work experiences or really just a love for what they're doing. They want to grow in that. Um, with that, how did you end up with Business Locksmith as the name? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so,
1: <laughs> you know, that first night where I was like, OK, I'm going to do this. Like, OK, well, what's the name of the company going to be? Mm-hmm. And so. I ran through so many ideas and locksmith was a really good set because you know I'm going to unlock, you know, if you're locked out of your car, what mm-hmm. do you want? You want something to come in and unlock the door so that we can mm-hmm. gain access back into your vehicle. So same thing. I see locks as problems. So some business owners, you know, might be locked out of something. They just don't know how to gain access to that next step or, you know, maybe that next idea. So that's where I come in. I come in, we'll figure it out. We'll put a plan together. I'll, I'll share my experience and hopefully we can get you past that locked access point, mm-hmm. get you on the other side. And I'm not just going to leave you at the door. I'm going to walk in with you and be, okay, what do you see? What do you want? What do you want to get done? You mm-hmm. know, and so that's, that's the thing about me is I want to be side by side with the business owner as much as I can or however much they want me. And... Like, I won't leave your side unless you don't want me there anymore. Yeah. And like, you want me there? You want to go run hundred miles an hour? We'll go. But, you know, I don't want to just open the door and be like, all right, best of luck. See you next yeah. time. You know, I want to take this journey. So that way, if you have any questions, once you get to that next level, that next side, I can be there for you
0: and I'd then guide that. you.
1: Because a lot of business owners, I mean, how many businesses do they run? Usually mm-hmm. just the one at best, maybe two. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, if you're going through it for the first time, you kind of want someone there that you can trust and, count on and that's what i want to be
0: i love that and that's so important like especially when you are a smaller business starting out um what is some advice you would give to someone who's wanting to start their own company
1: (sighs) it's not as easy as the successful (laughs) people may make it sound it's going to be a lot of hard work yeah it's going to be a lot of you have to be dedicated to it you have to be focused on it for at least you know, depending on what you do, but maybe like first five years, Yeah. those first five years, you know, a lot of businesses, they say fail within the first one or two.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of reasons on why that could happen. But you know, once you make it past five and you're, you're at the, you're making profit and you're growing, that's, that's the part you're really trying to get to. So that's probably a lot of growing pains for these business owners. And so if we can kind of knock off a lot of those growing pains and just kind of hop right into the place that they want to be that's the the better route to take
0: yeah, i love that and what would you say your mission is overall
1: just to help small business owners if i can help small business owners grow they become more successful maybe they get to hire on more people locally and then that helps the community and then maybe they can give back to the community sometimes you know some business owners have like a a second purpose a second reason mm-hmm. you know like they might be a big sports fans or mm-hmm. they might be you know big into giving back to this charity or that if their business can get more profits and then they can take those profits and then give them back into the community, you grow the community. So, you know, the parks will be better or, you know, the police department will do better or, you know, sports teams or whatever their their second passion is that goes along with the business. If you can do both and both grow, then that's just a better outcome.
0: I love that. And with that, you know, it sounds like you have like so much experience behind it and like growing um, and especially helping other people grow. Um, it's January. People are wanting to get things started, want to get things going. Um, what would you say is like a motivator or like a resolution, if you will, for getting your business going and um, getting it started and really just kicking that off?
1: For, for the month of January, my biggest recommendation would be this is if it's your downtime, if this is when it's slow, Best time to either organize or to clean. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting a lot of business in, or great time for training. Get mm-hmm. ready for the next year coming up. Maybe like, oh, we've had issues with this or that. This is a great time to start training. Because guess what? If business is gonna pick back up. Are you gonna be ready for it? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna do the same thing you did last year or do you need to improve? And so I'm always a big, like, always improve, you know, cause it just helps you overall just, just so well. So, yeah. you know, if it is slow right now, take advantage. If it is gonna be slow, you gotta start, okay, Do you want more customers in now? Are you marketing at all? Advertising? Anyone know you're here? Mm -hmm. Everyone think you're closed? Like it just, it depends on a lot of also what your service is. Some services can be a day-to-day function, like restaurants. Mm -hmm. You can serve your food every day. But if you're more of a hands-on creator and maybe your window of opportunity is about three months before you can turn around a product, you have to build up your crowd and mm-hmm. be able to have that fee so that we can have those three months build on top of each other and then you're busy for the next two years or whatever uh, it might be. Yeah. So it just depends on what your service is, what your windows are and all those things. So that's what we would talk about during like the consultation when uh, someone brings me on.
0: Yeah. And with that, what are some of your personal goals upcoming
1: for 2024? Just definitely applying myself more. Uh, now that I've really found myself and honed in on my services and what I can provide, I want to be able to, you know, just at least tell everyone about them. And if they're interested, great. But this is the year I want to start applying myself to what I need to so that way I can grow my company.
0: Yeah. And again, you got to do what's best for you. <laughs> right. And it sometimes just happens that way. Um, what do you think is like, overall, one of your biggest goals? Or like, what
1: are you looking forward to most with your company? I mean, really for me, every day is just awesome every day
0: (laughs) i love that motto every day every day is awesome i just
1: get to enjoy this is part of my dream yeah i'm not yeah sure i'm not at the highest peak of success Mm -hmm. yet i'm not making a whole bunch of money but realistically this is what i want to do i want to i get i just i was at a shout out to waco ale and they had two gentlemen in from washington and oregon they were the gentlemen that had farms that grew hops that they bought from wow today i was there and i got to hear it all
0: that's so cool
1: that's an experience, And I was like, hey, let me know if I ever come out to the farm and just yeah. see you guys go work and make this happen. That'd be cool. And so it's just like, there's so much great opportunity and so much stories all around. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I kind of like to find out. It's like, I may not ever do business with them, but just knowing that they're there, they're doing their job. And then the brewery here is using their supplies. Like to me, that's the big circle that i like to be a part of I is also you know depending on the company it's like how much local support can you have mm-hmm. in waco you know whatever your product is or services how tightly knit can you pack it in here so that way you just keep growing you know the area that you live in yeah and so that because like I you know i guess you know it's cheaper to buy some products from the big companies and all that and i totally get that and i understand it's a smart move mm-hmm. if, if money is your you know, kind of like that you got the eye on your focus and so but once you kind of get past that like okay can I then support a local business with the supplies I need or the service that I need and then you just keep it growing and everything just gets a little bit better
0: yeah I love that well with that we're going to take a quick commercial break and then we'll be right back awesome and now for a word from our sponsors And now back to the episode. All right, and we're back. So we're just talking about some of your overall goals, what really inspires you, brings you together in your business and how you connect with our community. Um, One of the first questions I love to ask when we get back from break is what would you like to see more of in Waco?
1: More of in Waco? I mean, we have a lot, but I think I want to see the community interact more with these companies. I think there is a little bit of a gap I mean, Waco is huge. Like, I don't even know what the square mileage is of Waco, but I just feel like there's not enough people kind of saying this is what's available in Waco because mm-hmm. there's so much. And it's hard, especially for business owners to get the word out, although mm-hmm. there's a lot of great ways to do it. But it's coming and going and changing. And I just think everyone kind of gets a little bit lost on what's available here. What's what can we do in Waco, mm-hmm. especially, you know, for tourists? You know, how how do tourists know? what's available in Waco yeah. because I mean you could try to take a gamble and drive around but like I said Waco's big now saying so you can get lost but you can definitely spend a half hour to an hour driving around and you may mm-hmm. not really get into the spots that you want to get into Yeah. if depending on like what you want to see you want to do fun park stuff you go by the river and you can have the greatest time walking up and down the river but it's just like it's kind of hard to know what's where yeah so I would love to see the kind of like that kind of uh, mindset or that clarity for Waco to know, okay, this is here, this is there. If you want to have good time for here, this time, and I think that would just be really, really great to see more of the community. Because a lot of companies I hear is like, oh, we're relying on the students from Baylor. Uh, that's just kind of like, <laughs> okay, if they're only going to be here for maybe like, three we'll months, yeah. three months, and then a break, and then three months, like there's still everyone that lives here mm-hmm. that you could call upon come out to wherever your services or wherever it is. so it's like you know I think you know bringing Waco aware of the businesses that are out here would be yeah. a really really great thing to see.
0: Yeah and I mean with you having in quotation marks an outsider's perspective and getting to see the growth in Waco over these past few years um, what do you think is something that you've really been able to see flourish? I know you talk about where we can improve but um, what is something you love about Waco? Uh,
1: I love being able to drive around with ease. I mean,
0: no traffic. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that's a rarity. I, I was I spent almost eight years in Colorado mm-hmm. in Colorado Springs area. And you can't move without at least another 10,000 people being right next yeah. to you. So out here, you know, there's a nice freeway system. You can drive around. If this is too busy, you just hop over two or three streets and you can catch something else that will get you there. Maybe f- at worst, like four or five minutes lower. So just being able to drive around here is just super Enjoyable. (laughs) I
0: love that, and I mean, you know, Waco isn't necessarily the most walkable community, but it's always great to hear that like people can actually like get to places and know where to go, and like um, though it can both be a challenge and something that people are looking forward to. Right. Um, So hopefully we can improve on that too, making our city more walkable.
1: <laughs> That'd be nice. Bikes, walking, all that good stuff, yeah.
0: Um. And I know you mentioned the park, so, like, having Cameron Park here. Like, it's a – I think it's, like, the second largest landmass, second to only Central Park in New York. Really? Which we're here in Waco. It's, it's crazy to think about, like, where other people bring in all their experiences – And then they get to be here and to hear that. Oh, our park is second to uh, to Central Park. It's like, oh, we're fancy. But I didn't know that. um, Again, it's crazy how our community can grow and learn these things and just continue to blossom. Um, With that, obviously, Waco is slowly growing. Um, What are some of the ways that you think you can put back into the community? I know you talked about like building businesses up to give back. What is what is the way you want to give back?
1: So, you know, I'm simple uh in the military we did a thing we call police call and that's mm-hmm. we used just go out and pick up trash mm-hmm. essentially same thing i know everyone's busy i know everyone enjoys their downtime but for me i want to start making it more of a challenge at least once a week go out and i did this last year the year before go out to pick up trash Yeah. And hopefully it doesn't always get dirty all the time. Hopefully (laughs) if you do one street one week, hopefully it's good for at least, you know, another four or five months. Yeah. Shouldn't be that dirty all the time. But just, yeah, pick up the trash, you know, pick up the leaves if need be. And then like, you know, like the sand that comes off the houses and then clogs up the gutters. Just clean all that out. You know, I just want to just, you know, clean up and try to, you know, help, especially, uh, where I live in Hewitt and it's a little bit of an older community and so you know they don't have the time or effort to mm-hmm. take care of themselves and so like for me it's like oh it'd be great just to give back I
0: love like that. small
1: project you know nothing too crazy but just something to help keep it going because you know if people can't improve their homes and it'll just only get worse and worse until it's just like a super problem mm-hmm. and so I want to Like prevent that you know and so you know i would love to do some like community events and stuff like that but i kind of need funding or stuff like that so
0: (laughs) i could do as much as i can for free
1: but you know there's a yeah funding would uh, also help
0: (laughs) hey i love that and it's amazing and again you are so involved in community and like me and you met with like startup involved and it sounds like you've been involved with the community um is there anybody that you want to shout out that's helped you along the journey or Uh,
1: definitely the greater hewitt chambers Mm -hmm. uh i joined them I'm working on my second year, so wow. a, little, a little over a year, but I've just been with them and they have a whole bunch of ribbon cuttings. They have a whole bunch of after hours, luncheons and stuff like that. And I, I've almost done, you know, as much as I could last year and I would continue to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I want to also now, now they know like, okay, well, now I see everything, I kind of like, okay, I want to be able to mm-hmm. maybe do one of these things more often or something like that. But yeah, definitely the Hewitt Chambers has been really great to me. Um, everyone down there is super nice and, you know, you just get to network and talk and great people and so they've been really supportive and then also uh the nacho daddy car show is coming up. Ooh.
0: Uh,
1: that i don't know if there's an official date yet but that's coming back up and that's a great car show they put on during i think a big like early summer mm-hmm. and uh i helped with that last year i'm gonna help again with this year and wow. so that's my my big one of my big shows yes. that i helped with is that and
0: so. um i don't know if you want to preview it yet but you also have a podcast starting
1: it is starting it's coming uh I'm sure they'll get me here soon enough.
0: Mike will fight you. Yes. But yeah, uh, the producer. business
1: locks with podcast. It's going to be starting up and I'll just be interviewing uh, business owners mm-hmm. and then also community I'll be on leaders. the other side. You will.
0: We'll flip flop. Absolutely.
1: And it'll just, that'll be a little bit more of like the story about, you know, similar to this, but just like, I want to hear a little bit more about the backstory mm-hmm. and I want to hear a little bit more of like, what are the struggles? What are the mm-hmm. things that have been challenging? Because if we don't, air those things out we don't know how to really learn from them mm-hmm. you know and so i just like, we learn from them we get it out like oh, okay and then sometimes people will try to help you with it mm-hmm. and that's the part too is like okay if you ha- if you're struggling sometimes the hardest thing is just to ask, ask for, help. for help yeah like a lot of people I was gonna put say, that, that business off
0: owner. <laughs> yeah, that's the hardest part <laughs>
1: it, it is but it then you're surprised by when yeah. you do it and then you get that answer that you've been waiting for and it's just like
0: mm-hmm. It's, it's just, just someone else had it figured out before you.
1: Just waiting <laughs> on you to ask. Or
0: what is it? Standing on the backs of giants. Like you got to build on top of each other. And that's part of community. And that's why it's so important to have these types of conversations where it's like you're an entrepreneur. You're doing something for our community. How can we get the word out? And how can we help you help others? Yeah. So
1: <laughs> like I haven't met anyone that doesn't want to help, Yeah, you know, but the hard thing, too, is. You know, if you're a business owner, you're running your business. So mm-hmm. when do you have time to help other business it's owners? True. So my thing is I'm trying to dedicate myself to be that role yeah. and be available. So even if I run across something that's, you know, I need more experience on, I've, I've got no problems either learning it on my own or asking the people that are in that industry. I love like, that. Hey, what, what's, what, what's the easiest way to get around this? You yeah. Yeah. And then might get lucky, might get the right answer, or might have to go do hard work and learn it myself, you know? And then I just go report back to the (laughs) owner and then we go from there. (laughs) Um,
0: And again, that just goes on with like shared experiences and being able to take those experiences from other places in the world and bringing them here to Waco. Um, Why do you think it's so important you're here in Waco right now?
1: I think this is how it's just meant to be.
0: It's meant to be. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like literally, this has just been, everything's just been a beautiful experience and I've just been enjoying it. And so I just want to keep it going and do better at it and be able to show. And like the other thing about me too is, you know, I'm a disabled veteran. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, after the military, you know, you kind of get dropped back into like the real world again. And I kind of want to be like an inspiration to like my veterans that are, Mm -hmm. you know, either on the way of getting out of the military or already out. It's like, don't limit yourself. Like we like in the military have done so much that not a lot of people understand, but we can apply ourselves in a great way. And so to me, it's like, don't give up. Go out there and whatever that little that thing that you love to do, you can go do that and make money off of it and make it a business if you want to, or join a business that already does it. Yeah. You know, I don't say recommend to everybody go open a business because <laughs> hey, it is a, a lot a of work. But you know, you can just that's why we hire you. <laughs> right. But it's just definitely like go be a part of that thing that makes you happy.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: that that gives you like the best time ever. And surprisingly, you'd be surprised you can make money off of those great things that you love.
0: I love that. And again, that's just an inspirational message that other people can take and use to grow. Right. Um, which is what you're here for. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. So that's why you ended up here in Waco. It was exactly. just because it was meant to be.
1: And now, like, because I'm not a big city person, so like Dallas, Fort Worth, mm-hmm. Austin, San Antonio, Houston – like I can't do that. Like my, I got a great buddy who lives out there in Houston, and I'm Other like, I don't know how that. you do it. Like he drives around like, like it's I nothing. Do it. I'm like, there's like, there's no room for nothing. got like nine way highway.
0: I'm like terrified to get on. <sighs> yeah,
1: I don't, I don't do well. Like I do well, like oh, you know, nice and open, easy going, sure. But once yeah. we get into like, especially a place I've never been before, and it's mm-hmm. just crowded as can be, I'm like, I don't do this. <laughs> I don't do this. Yeah. Hey,
0: And again, you're not the only person that said that. So again, that's why we're lucky because we have the big city vibe. But small town feel, right? So that's what makes us special. That's why we're Waco. That's why we're Waco. Yeah. Uh, well, that's amazing. With that, of course, give us um, all your social media. Where to find you? Find more information about you. Um, all the things.
1: So Facebook and Instagram. It's Business Locksmith LLC, and then if you want to go to the website, it's business-locksmith.com, and if you want to email me, it's at unlock at business-locksmith.com.
0: All right, perfect. And now it's time for your soapbox moment. Um, what do you want to tell the people? What do you want to tell our listeners today?
1: Um, definitely get out and enjoy what Waco has to offer. You know, if you're into restaurants, go explore. I mean, there's so many good restaurants that have just started opening up. I haven't even gotten to yet, <laughs> but there's great restaurants out here. If you're into, you know, your wines or your beers, there's great breweries mm-hmm. and wineries out here even like actual like wineries just a little bit south of Waco there's some mm-hmm. out there but it's like
0: vineyards, yeah. it's like whatever
1: you're like whatever you truly enjoy I'm pretty sure Waco has if I you're like into that. guns you got like three or four gun ranges out yeah, here if you're into plug. art I know a place
0: cultivate 712 there we go shameless plug <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> and I mean but just you know, if you like to be outside if you' like to hike if you like to walk whatever mm-hmm. it is like Waco has it I don't know top golf mm-hmm. like top golf and quote unquote would it what be, be a small town yeah. Like ours is
0: a small top golf,
1: but I mean it's a nice one though. <laughs> and I got the movie theaters, uh-huh. the main main event, all those things. Like everything you want is pretty much out here. Yeah. And it's just fun to be able to have all these great activities to go do. And so definitely go out and explore Waco, and support small businesses.
0: All right, perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time today. It was a pleasure having you on. Oh,
1: thank you. It's been awesome.
0: Find us everywhere and all social media platforms, K-N-O-W underscore Waco. Check us out at roguemedianetwork.com and we're on YouTube under Rogue Media Network. Check out nowaco.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.